Oh, shit. Hello. Hello. So I like had to sneeze right as I joined, and I got okay. really disoriented and like kind of confused. Okay. But I'm really just disappointed that I didn't like join and then sneeze immediately because that would have been kind of fun. Did you like sneeze half faint? No, I just got like a like a sneeze that was intense. Was it a good sneeze? Like a solid sneeze? Like you felt good about it? Yeah, like like very much so. <laughs> I mean. When you get to be an adult like we are, right? <laughs> you have several sneezes under your belt, and uh, you can judge sneezes and your severity, and not only that, but how good you feel about it by the end of it. And yeah, uh, yeah nothing's worse than fucking having a sneeze that doesn't go one hundred percent, bro. Hello, yeah. hello, hello. David sneezed and almost died, so we were talking about sneezes. Whoa! Yay. You almost died. Well, no, yeah. I'm exaggerating for, you know, elaborate effect. <laughs> for for <All> podcastness. <laughs> well, they can't see it, robot. So, you know, we got to, like, feign David's death so that we can have some uh, some more viewership, right? <clears throat> it's called drama. You got to let it play out. Is it viewership? Um... <laughs> <sad>. <laughs> You just totally fucking sidetracked me, asshole. Mm. That's what I'm here for, bro. Oh, uh, how is everybody's holidays? Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, guess what I got for Haley? Oh, hold on. Don't tell us. David, let's try and guess this. Oh. All right. Her- herpes? Wait, no, not yet. You want to play <laughs> 20 questions? Uh, herpes. Give me, how about three questions? Because my attention span won't get past like eight. Okay, three questions. All right. My first question Who done it? Does it need batteries? No. Okay. David, go ahead. Are batteries optional? No. Why would you use of our three <laughs> questions? God! You're like the person that gets a genie and fucks it up. <laughs> All right, you just you just sit on the bench. All right, <laughs> like All it's right. like that SpongeBob episode where they get their three wishes, and he's like, "Man, I wish I knew that earlier." So he just gets <laughs> yeah. the clock back. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so no batteries. Okay. Is it a book? No. Damn it. I'm going to. Okay, do I get one more? Because David sucked. Yeah, that's fine. Is it something I can hold? You can. Okay, can so it's hold. so it's material. That's pretty delightful to hold. It's not a vacation <laughs> or anything like. Okay, that that's like getting an answer without even having to ask a I'll, question, right I'll there. I'll give you a hint. It's very delightful to hold. Uh huh. Prior to the thing that the first user must do to it. Oh yeah. Oh, but that could be. Well, I was gonna say that could be a taser, could but <laughs> but that needs batteries. Yeah. See. <laughs> Yeah. And that's why we ask questions, David. That's David, uh... are you interpreting any of this? Do you got anything going here so I can mold this over for a second? Well, it doesn't take batteries. Uh-uh. Good job, David. Yep, we got, got. we got that. <laughs> so if we had three questions and David asked them, we would for sure know there's no batteries. <laughs> From three different angles. Yes. Okay. I know it's not a pet. I think. 
My pets take batteries. Is that a question? Is it a pet? No. <laughs> okay. So I know it's not a pet. <laughs> and I know I can hold it in my hand so it's not like a car. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? You can hold it where? In my hand. No, you can't hold it in one hand, but you can hold it. It'd be a wheelie. Yeah. Would be okay. Okay. And then what was Haley's clue one more time? It... It's delightful to hold. Prior but... to what the first user has to do to it. Oh, Any God. Any new user. That's such a confusing... That's like a riddle! <laughs> uh, if this was in a movie right now, there'd be a montage of David and I looking over paperwork. <laughs> Pins in the walls, sketches. David, do you have any guesses? No, I'm just in the background behind you and your paperwork looking at these batteries like hmm. <laughs> how can we get the batteries in there <laughs> is it a saddle no god all right well that was my guess david do you have a guess battery operated or not <laughs> no i don't i got nothing so you want me to tell you then that's it that's all the questions yeah i guess it's a front I... it's a front porch goose <laughs> I would have never gotten to that <laughs> in my entire fucking life. I know. That's why I thought it was funny that you wanted to guess it. And I just want to say right now, I could definitely hold a goose in one hand. <laughs> the weight distribution would be weird because of the shape of it. Well, you realize the crux of that question is like, I want, I'm trying to find out if it's something that could material. First of all, it's not like something like, oh, I bought her a vacation. And then also... If it's material, it's something the size of I can either hold it in my hand or I can't. And when you gave me that little, uh, and you were like, you could hold it, but you couldn't do it with one hand. And I was like, oh, shit. But now, like, cars and stuff are back in play. How can but you hold a car? You could. I, I thought the way that you were interpreting it was not that I could, like, hold it in my hand, but I could touch it. Oh, no. So I was like, oh, shit. And I went with saddle, and here's why. Because it is a great thing to have after you have to do a bunch of work on it. <laughs> yeah, they are not delightful to hold, though. Well, I mean, to each their own. I love fucking saddles. I'm a leather well, guy. <laughs> I mean, I love saddles, too, but they're not comfortable to hold and carry around. <laughs> Somebody brought in... Were you there when that, that dude brought in a, like, a fucking antique saddle made by one of the ladies that is on like every book of carving? And no. uh, we just stared at it for like two hours, just drooling over this thing. He bought it at auction, and he was going to restore it and then resell it. But like, uh, I, can't, I wish I could remember her name. She was one of the biggest saddle maker carver women of all time, and she was on like most of the books that was in Tandy. No, I didn't know that. And uh, he had bought one of her saddles that she made before she passed away, like back in the '60s or something like that. Dang. It was all dusty as shit, but it was fucking insane. Yeah. I was blown away. Remember that one time when Kelsey Link's friend brought in that saddle that had the camo seat on it? <laughs> Did I puke? Because I think I would puke. Yeah. Okay, good. Absolutely you did. Yeah, because that sounds terrible. Yeah, it was so douchey. That sounds like the gaudy worst. I mean, like, you know how that place is. You do sell to people. Most people that are buying leather nowadays are people that are real fancy. Yeah. And it's just what level of fancy... Like, I sold a bunch of Tundra sheepskin to a guy building a huge motorcycle one time, and I thought it was going to look stupid as shit, but it came out looking really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Why haven't you uh, thought harder about this front porch goose? It has outfit. Okay, so explain the front porch goose to me. Is there a story behind it, or did you just decide that you had to have a fucking front porch goose? Well, a while ago, Haley, so I keep a running list of Christmas gifts, or birthday, Christmas, any kind of gift ideas on my phone. And don't forget to tell me on the bits to put the kibosh on Christmas spending. Okay. <laughs> um, but so, I always keep a running list, you know, just uh-huh. ideas, I always have. And she had mentioned a while back that she thought it would be awesome to have a front porch goose with, like, a rain slicker. <laughs> and so, I, we decided this year... That we weren't going to spend a whole lot on each other for Christmas because, you know, we had a big spending year. We got engaged. We bought a truck. We bought a horse. Like, all this stuff. Yeah. And so, um, we had a spending limit. And so, I went and bought the front porch goose and tried to find a rain slicker. Well, the Miles Kimball brand front porch goose geese. Is that, like, the brand? Yeah. That's not an option for the Miles Kimball outfit. Oh my god! So I had to go on Etsy and Are find people... somebody who makes goose clothing, and like it was on her business card that she sent with the rain slicker. Oh my god! You're giving me so much information here right now. <laughs> so, so not only are you telling me right now that there's like a world out there of people that have expectations for porch geese. Oh my god! Yes, but not only that, <laughs> there's like there's like a known quality level of porch geese. You telling yeah. me this? Okay. Apparently. David, did you have any clue about any of this, or am I totally in the dark here? No, I had no idea. This you is like a whole you subculture. Know what I'm talking about them, like the well, porkies. Yeah, like yeah. I think about it the same way I think about like you know those old. It looks like uh, yeah. one of the guys at the horse track, the little thing with a ring, and it's just a miniature little uh, jockey. I was, like, you know what I'm talking about the little trinkets no, that people so. trinkets that people put out in their lawns and shit. Uh, oh. Like. The, the yeah, little kid, not... the little kid peeing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. Like it's just a, it's it's a concrete or cast goose, oh, right? Here's where Haley's clue comes in. Okay. It's not concrete; it's plastic. You have to fill it with sand, which is why it's easier and more fun to hold, more delightful to hold before you fill it up. But I'm serious; you feel uh, amazing when you hold that goose. That's like, actually pretty sweet. <laughs> and I wrapped it when it got here. I took it out of the box and wrapped it because the box was just huge and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah, and so I wrapped it and it was very, very goose shaped <laughs> once I got the wrapping paper on it. Can you send us pictures of this goose so that like yeah. David and I can look at this while you're telling us about it? Yeah, well, give me a sec. <clears throat> um, and so I didn't I don't think I took a picture of it wrapped, but she's just like, oh, my God, did you give me a goose? And I was like. <laughs> No, what are you talking about? I mean, about? did it look like a fucking wrapped up goose? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so, you should have faked her out. You should have had one that looked like a goose, but it's like really like a pair of shoes. <laughs> well, and so then like the, for like a few, a handful of days, you know, she's like, oh, I can't wait to dress up my goose and blah, blah, blah. And I'd just be like, what goose? Like, what? Do you, I don't know what you're talking about. And like, I never admitted to her that it was a goose. <laughs> oh, my God. So it was like a whole thing. You just pretended you had no idea what it was. Yeah. Very like, I nice. You, you're like, you're losing your mind. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not a goose. <laughs> it's it's definitely not the goose-shaped thing under the Christmas tree. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I'm sending two pictures now of the two outfits that we got for him so far. Biggest question on the forefront of my mind. What's that? Does it have a name? 
Not yet. We've been talking about it. Does it have a sex? A sex? Uh, really? A sex? Is, like, oh, a sex. Like, like, I thought you said, like, effects. Like, does it have, like, is it colored? <laughs> Which, yeah, a little bit. Um, I, we think it's a boy. Okay. You just feel like that, or the coloring is makes it look like a boy? It's a feeling. Okay. And, and I feel, I, I really like the name Reginald, and she didn't turn it down, but we haven't come to a, come to a name yet. Okay. Okay. What, what is, what's your name option? Oh, yours is Reginald. What's her, what's her name option? Do you have name options? Have you decided on yet? Because David and I can solve this right now. We can just vote. <laughs> well, she's also cooking dinner while I'm just walking around talking on the podcast. So she's got a lot to concentrate on. <laughs> this is true. Nobody just wants to shit out a goose idea. Exactly. Um, that's pretty okay, so sweet. Do you see it? No, you haven't sent it yet. David, did you get it? Oh, wait. Oh, I see it now. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's plastic? Yeah. I think it's, pla- it's plastic, wow. right? Yeah, it's plastic. It looks like it's fabric. Crazy. Yeah, it looks softer than I expected. Yeah, look, <laughs> dude. It's got outfits. I mean, the, the, mer- the little... The little wings the, on the Uncle Sam outfit are part of the outfit. Like, it doesn't have any wings sticking out like that. For some reason, the Murica outfit makes it look like uh, like he's a Muppet. <laughs> kind of. Oh, man. So you had to pay somebody. You had to track down and pay somebody on Etsy to make a little rain outfit for your goose. Yeah. But, like, I mean, she sent her business card along, and it was, like, you know, knitted sweaters, sewn this, sewn that, goose clothing. Like, it was listed on her business card. <laughs> oh, I was, because my follow-up question was going to be, how the fuck did you measure that out and get it to her? <laughs> like, so oh, she no. does, this is her, her thing. thing. That's her thing. Like, That's smart. people are so into goose, French porch geese. I, and... I guess. I mean, you're telling me. David and I are over here like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? I know. And I mean, like, and they all, like, you just type in Miles Kimball goose rain slicker uh-huh. <laughs> they pop up on etsy it's pretty funny well very classy thank you um does the goose come in every night <laughs> well we haven't put on the porch yet we don't have any sand we haven't gotten sand yet oh man but I, I had a supposed to i think i had a, i had a plastic uh hawk for the, a totally different reason the birds were coming up to my third level uh you know, I, I I tend to do a bunch of gardening on the third level of our apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the birds were coming up and just eating everything. I mean, berries and every tomato. They would just poke one hole in and be like, oh, yeah, I don't like tomatoes. But, <laughs> but wait, maybe this one. Uh, so they fucked up everything. And so I had heard that if you put a predator bird, they will leave you alone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do that so out at the barn. They have fake barn owls. Uh, I have a picture of the birds that were in question sitting next to the hawk. Well, you have to move it around. That was one. Of the no, things. I did. I I did, and then I was like, "Oh, maybe it needs to be like totally moving all the time." So I like strung it up with Kevlar string, and uh, like let it just kind of hang there, right? So it's kind of like wobbling around and looking around and shit. Yeah. And uh, one day I came home and it just wasn't there. And. <laughs> What had happened is the plastic had failed, not the string, and it had broken under the weight of everything that was in it because it was full of sand and rocks and shit. And it just plummeted, and I was, like, ready to cry, dude. It was my bro. 
His name was Pilgor the Destroyer. <laughs> yeah. So now I have an owl. Is the owl working? Yeah, the owl works super well, actually. The other one, for some reason, the hawk, they didn't give a shit about. But the owl, they like that one. Well, we they always, hate that one. We always get a little worried if we hear an owl out in our backyard. Because sometimes you'll hear them. I haven't mm-hmm. seen one yet, but you'll hear them. And but maybe they're nervous. trying to... Maybe they're trying to whisk you away to Hogwarts, you idiot. No, if they're trying to whisk me away to Hogwarts, I would have a letter somewhere. They don't just hang out and wait for you and steal you away. They Maybe they're letters. trying to feel you out, man. This is the Midwest. They're like, I don't want to go in there and get shot. I'm going to like just sit here by the woods and go, hey, Danielle. Chris, you don't know how it works. Okay. I don't. <laughs> they just fly through and drop them and it like comes in your window. But what if the windows are locked? Then it comes down your chimney. What if your shoot your flu's shut? It might get burnt. Then they'll drop it by the front door. The, the owls generally don't come in the house or up to you unless you own the owl. In in twenty nineteen, if you f- opened your door in the morning and you're like, ah, fucking work, tired, shit, and you look down and you saw a fucking like rolled up beautiful little thing and you opened it and said you are invited to go to hogwarts you'd be like god damn fucking weirdos and then you throw that shit away and you go to work absolutely not that's not what i would do (laughs) you'd just be like you you call into work and be like i gotta go yeah there you go all right yeah i would i'm dying i know it's true it's true (laughs) you're our you're our uh expert I mean, we lean on you a lot for all of our Hogwarts questions. I know. Isn't that ridiculous? Like, I knew that I knew a lot about it. But, like, when people start asking me questions and I have all these in-depth answers, it scares me a little bit sometimes. <laughs> well, I rely on, on David and Jess to keep you true because I have no fucking clue. So yeah. you could be totally lying to me and I'd be like, oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> I guess you're right. So you're saying there was gremlins in it? Weird. <laughs> Not gremlins, but they're house elves. Oh, God. Don't confuse me. My poor little brain can't handle it tonight. Just say house elves. Uh, So, all right. I'm impressed with your goose. Thank you. You win. I was thinking thinking something just totally totally not that classy, so that's pretty classy. (laughs) Thank you. David, do you agree that that is a classy goose? I I think so, yeah. (laughs) What is it? What does a goose like that go for, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I think it was like 25 bucks. Okay, okay. And that's like the high-end goose? <laughs> that's the goose. That's the that's the goose that you get if you're going to get a front porch goose. Well, right, I get that. But, you, you know, it's like you'd think that if there was like a whole market out there, that there'd be someone out there selling like a $200 goose. Well, I don't know. The outfits, are, I think, are what gets you because the outfits are like in between 10 and $15 a piece. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. This is basically a dolly for adult women. Kind of, yeah. And men <laughs> Actually, the night before we opened the gift, so it was Christmas Eve, I guess. Yeah. We had our neighbors over, and one of them, he got real drunk. And he decided that, also decided that it was a goose, even though I still wouldn't admit it. So he did a bunch of Googling and stuff about it. And he's like, I, if that is a goose, I'm going to treat that thing like it's my godson. That, he's like, that's a Miles Kimball. I'm going to treat that like it's my godson. I'm going to buy it every single outfit. And I was like, we got that on video, Roger. Now you're going to have to do that. <laughs> I'm just staggered that so many people know about this. And I'm I'm sitting oh, no. here like I've never heard about this. He didn't know about it. We okay. Haley told him about it because I refused to admit that it was a, a goose. 
I mean, after you sent me the picture, I, it jogged my memory back to like, you know, I've done plenty of driving through this country and I've seen those geese on porches in oh, plenty yeah. of farm towns across America. But I've just never thought about it like a thing. I just well, one of, one of our neighbors in the neighborhood on the way out to the barn has one, and they also have some real pretty golden retrievers. So we always kind of slow down past their house to try to see the dogs. So that's yeah. kind of how we first like how it first came about. Ah, uh, well, I'm I'm intrigued to hear what you're going to actually name it. I mean, that's what's most important. Yeah. Oh well, absolutely. We'll let you know. Um. Yeah. David, do you, do, you have... what, do, do you want to know what she got me? Yeah, I do, actually. She got me the first three Harry Potter books, but the illustrated versions. Oh, those Ooh, are expensive, fun. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal. I thought you said you had a limit. Well, we did. She did admit she went a little over just because we have the Amazon Prime credit card. So we had a bunch uh-huh. of money because yeah. you get 5% cash back on Amazon purchases and then like whatever else and it all goes towards amazon purchases so like we essentially get like free dog food every couple months delivered to us (laughs) and uh but so like we put all of our purchases on this card so we had a whole bunch of money saved up on amazon and um so we and we did all like bought all of our family gifts and all that kind of stuff already so we had some left so she went a little bit over because we used that well i mean that's a cool gift though for you so oh my gosh yes I'm, like, scared to open it. Like, I've, I've looked at all of them, but, like, I'm nervous to, like, get it dirty. <laughs> oh, man, you got to use it. You well, got to use it. Okay. I'm just, I'm just kind of revering them for now. One of the coolest things I remember my grandpa ever having, like, one of my coolest memories of my grandpa, my dad's dad. He was, like, an avid hunter mm-hmm. when he was young all the way up to adulthood. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went hunting with like a group of guys from you know the veterans group and all that stuff and they did bird hunting a lot and so he had a bunch of like really nice trap and bird hunting guns Mm -hmm. and uh he went he used to go shooting with this guy all the time i never met him but uh he was telling me the story one time and he goes yeah i i shot with this guy almost every weekend for like years and we became really good friends and when the guy passed away he asked it wasn't maybe it wasn't passed away i think he just couldn't go hunting anymore like he got too old or something had happened where he couldn't go hunting anymore and he literally gave my grandpa this gun and this thing is insane dude it is like fully engraved it's got gold actual gold inlays throughout big chunks of the hammer and triggers and stuff and uh, I think we, I think because my brother had it in his house and we were like, uh, we should probably figure out at least its value to it for insurance. Yeah. I think last time we looked it up, that gun, that gun was worth like seven or 8,000 bucks. Holy shit. And uh, it turns out the things are like not custom made, but really small batch made in America. And they're fucking amazing. Uh, great trap gun and great uh, bird gun. But basically the guy was like, gave it to my grandpa and he's like, just make sure you actually shoot this thing because like everybody else that buys these just puts it on the shelf. Yeah. And I bought it to actually go out and use it. Yeah. And so my brother and my dad and I were all using it last time we were all trap shooting together. So that was really cool. That is cool. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't mean to cut this conversation short, but I'm going to cut it short because dinner's ready. So we'll go eat. Wait, I'll talk to you guys next week. Okay. What's for dinner? All right, bye.
Uh, <laughs> David, you got stuck, man. Denied. Denied. Uh, Where's Jess? Uh, she is sick tonight, so she is resting. God, you guys are just... I need to send you guys some, like, immuno boosters or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's like all three of us have been sick here, like me and her and Andy. It's almost like we've just been, like, passing it back and forth to each other or something. How that happens when you live in close quarters and it's winter. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys got? Stomach Mm. bug? Guys puking, pooping? I've been pooping, she's been puking, and Andy's been, like, snotty and coughing. (laughs) If I was, like, sitting in your apartment, I would just go get a hotel room. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That sounds uh... absolutely awful in that place. It's probably yeah. constantly a smell of humidifiers and NyQuil. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, what's the weather like up there right now? You know, really, it hasn't been that bad. It's just been kind of... Oh, even tonight? Tonight's been brutal for us. It dropped way down. Really? I don't know what it is right now, but it felt fucking... Co- I took the dog out to take a dump, and it, I <laughs> wanted to die. Uh, and when the dog and I went out to poop, right? Well, not I, but <laughs> when, the, when I took the dog out to shit, he, uh, I, I tend to put my my hands in my pockets when I'm walking my dog and I'm kind of holding onto the leash, but it's in my pockets. And yeah. uh, this is my fault because I'm an idiot, but I, my brother just sent me a jacket that he no longer fits into, but I was like, I'll take that shit. It's cool. And uh, it's awesome. And I've had it for, like, two days. And I had my hand in my pocket. My dog, like, for some reason stopped or he moved or something. And my hand pulled out of the thing and ripped it out. Oh, no. Motherfucker. I mean, I, you know, obviously I have all the machinery and I have the ways to sew that shit back on. I'm just like, god damn it. And uh, I went to work today and it's been just, like, flapping around. And every time I go to put my hand in, it just slips right out. (laughs) Oh. It's like the most pitiful thing ever, man. Uh, I just checked the weather here. It's like 37 degrees. Is it day. really? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm such a baby, man. It's okay, it's 32 right where I'm at, but that's still not that. Well, I mean, it is cold, but it's not great. And I terrible. feel like that's like those five degrees of difference, like at that range, is pretty significant, though. Yeah, we are on a really windy spot. We're on I mean it's called Highland Heights, so I'm at the highest point in this area in Kentucky. (laughs) And uh, you can it's really cool because I can see Cincinnati's skyline from my apartment. And by that I mean I can see a very little bit of the top of the tower downtown. (laughs) Oh, that's fun. But so I can literally see Cincinnati from where I'm at. Uh, that's how high up it is, and you can see all these rolling hills and shit. But man, when the wind comes through here, it fucking cuts through here. Yeah, so that might have been it. I might have just been getting forced air and crying like a little baby. Yeah. Oh, David. What's up? You know what we got to talk about, right? Mandy. Yes. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm sorry that it took me forever to get around to it, but I was like perusing Amazon Prime the other night and they had it on there for 99 cents and I was like, fuck yeah! Um, and dude, whoa. Yeah, uh, it's, it's so intense. 
what other movies has that guy done? I gotta look that up right now while we're talking. <clears throat> because I don't know if I recognized the guy that did it. Um... But anyways, my overall take of it, I mean, it's visually spectacular, man. It was visually very impressive fucking movie. Yeah. And here's where I appreciate it. I, I thought as that movie was coming along and as the plot is moving along and progressing as most of those types of movies do, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to see some fucked up shit. I was like, I'm going to have to see, like, you know, someone get raped. I thought there was going to be a rape scene or something like that, you know. And then, and then you realize yeah. that he changed kind of how all of this stuff plays. And the reactions of the people in the movies are different than what you'd normally expect. And that's what I appreciated about it because I felt like the entire movie, every time I was like, oh, I, I, I can see where this is leading. And I'd be like, oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Pano, Panos Cosmatos is his name. He's a Greek Canadian filmmaker born in Italy. Wow. Uh, his other movies, well, it was Mandy and Beyond the Black Rainbow. I haven't seen either one. Well, that's all right. I might be into this new dude. This dude's awesome. What was your impressions of it, David? So I saw it in theaters with my cousin. Oh man, I'm kind of jealous of you because that must have been pretty spectacular. Yeah, it was really phenomenal. Like, did you see I, that the, the the classy place down the road from you? Yeah, yeah, it was the first time I've been there too, so that was really neat. Oh, that's cool. All right, proceed. And like, I so this wasn't like my favorite movie ever, but mm-hmm. I I can't remember watching a movie that I enjoyed as much as I did watching this. Like, yeah, I feel you. Like, I I put it up there with the things that make me go whoa. You know, like, yeah. Like, whenever, I, like, the first time I saw a movie by Guillermo del Toro, and I was like, whoa, dude, this guy is like so much more imaginative and doing his own thing, and fuck everybody else that does it their other way, and somehow he's still making a ton of money, and. uh and so they gave him big budgets to make big movies and actually explore his creativity. But when I watched this movie, I got the same feeling where I was like, I don't know who this dude is, but he is on a different level right now. Yeah. And I, I don't, did he write it too? Do you know? Like, God, I need to just look this shit up when I'm on IMDb. Yeah, I know. And I feel like I had looked it up and I've forgotten everything since then. Mandy. But, um, Co-written, too, he but... co-wrote it with Aaron Stewart on apparently. Huh. Okay. Go Another ahead. thing I thought was really interesting was like the pacing was like really slow. And normally like I don't know, I have this like Chicago level impatience where like everything needs to happen and it needs to happen as quickly as it can because why the fuck would I be wait for anything? So yeah, it's like a really, two hour really impatient. movie. That's a two hour but, like... movie. It's just beyond most people's capacity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like watching it the whole time like the pacing never felt like it never felt slow like like i was waiting for it but it felt slow like that was just how it was paced but like i was it was well timed yeah it's weird to describe i thought the tension build was better that way yeah um because i thought it was going to be right off the bat something was going to happen to him and the way that they introduce you to all those characters a little bit 
before that stuff happens is is way better build um, for when it actually happens and you're like, fuck. Yeah. But there was a part of me that was like kind of got totally lost in it for a minute. Like, like <laughs> is he... Like, I, I was having trouble at some point separating, like, are they hallucinating? <laughs> and then, uh, like, have you ever seen the movie Mother? Uh, no, I haven't yet. Oh, okay. Well, you need to see that, because we need to talk about that one, too, eventually. But, well, that movie, I went into it knowing what the guy had done before, and he does really artsy, beautiful, crazy shit. But it took me a minute into the like a few minutes into the movie before I realized that okay this isn't like a real reality this is like a artistic version of what is happening here and you can't take this at its face value there's a higher meaning to all of this there's like a higher narrative than what you're seeing playing out right in front of you does that make sense yeah because yeah. as you watch the movie mother it it seems like it's very grounded in like current times and then as you see the movie progress you're like oh yeah none, none of this is really happening it's almost like a dream where none of this could be happening but it is um and so that's that's kind of the same feeling i got from this movie where i was like what the fuck is that hellraiser riding a motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> but uh dude i mean totally original characters other than you know the the guy that was very very based off manson obviously charles manson the main care the main bad guy right oh I uh, mean, linus roche or whatever his name is yeah i mean he's basically directly ripped off of manson he doesn't ever do any of the violence himself he instructs other people to do it he's brainwashed all of these people he's a musician a failed musician you know, it's like, it's basically a one-for-one. One, uh, other than the fact that he told the dude that he wanted to suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Which I totally appreciated that moment in the movie, by the way. I like, yeah. I loved, I hate it in movies sometimes. Okay, it's a fine line between when you watch a movie and you just want them to get something over with. And you're like, dude, stop talking. This guy fucked you over. Just shoot the guy. You know, like. And then the, like, wanting to make sure it really sets in what they're doing to him. So, like, if you saw The Revenant, the way that he finish off, finishes off that dude in the end just felt so good because he, like, made it draw out and really let the guy realize he was dying. Uh, and that's what I liked about what he did to that dude at the end of this movie because he wasn't satisfied. He could have just killed him immediately. But he wasn't satisfied with that. He wanted to break him down mentally and show him that he wasn't what he thought he was before yeah. he fucked him over. And then what I liked about that guy's psyche is that he collapsed under his own shit, but then immediately, because of who he is, recanted that and then thought he was a god again right before, you know? <laughs> but man, that was crazy. That was a fucking crazy movie. Did you feel like there was like a bunch of higher meanings that you weren't probably catching? Cause that's how I felt about halfway through it. Like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, What do you yeah. think they gave her? I mean, obviously the Hornet thing is made up, right? That's not a real thing. I would assume. Oh, I think, I don't know. But I think they were, 
alluding to the fact that they gave her uh, LSD? I don't know. It seemed like something along those lines. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I mean, obviously they wanted to make it look like it was something that nobody had ever experienced because they added that like hornet thing on top of that. So that you couldn't be like, so that somebody sitting there couldn't be like, oh, that's not how it is at all, bro. But uh, yeah, that was fucking weird. And I love, I fucking loved her reaction to that dude disrobing. Oh, like, yeah, when she just, like, laughs at him, like... Like, I totally thought that was, like, leading up to a rape scene. And I was like, I don't want to fucking see a rape scene. Like, I was like, yeah. I don't want to see this. And and as soon as she started laughing, I was like, fuck, yes! <laughs> awesome. She's super fucked up. She knows she's probably going to die, or or worse. And And she just uses that moment to totally degrade the dude in front of his own followers. It was awesome. Yeah. But um, yeah, the way that she died, I wanted to cry. <laughs> yeah. Mm. My only real qualm with the movie. One, it's only really this one thing. Motherfucker would have died from that fucking stab to the side. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. I love you, Nicolas Cage, but you didn't even like like try they didn't even show a scene of him like sewing himself up or cauterizing it they just showed him like going into the bathroom and drinking a shitload <laughs> and it's like oh you'd be dead bro <laughs> like he comes in in his undies covered in barbed wire cuts and a huge wound to his side which by the way it looked like they used a spear tip and that spear tip was put into his side under his ribs so it was supposed to be like jesus christ i'm assuming Right? I guess. Uh, See, that's where I was like, oh, this must be like way over my head and I'm going to have to wait till there's like a director's cut with you know, like a a commentary section so I can figure out what the fuck this guy was talking about. But uh, I assume that was the reference because they made a big deal about that knife spear tip thingy. And showing it, there was a bunch of beauty shots of it um, before they stabbed him. And then when they stabbed him, they stabbed him in the exact place that supposedly Jesus Christ got stabbed to collapse his lung and make sure that he was dead. That's how they used to finish people off if they hadn't died on the cross. If someone had... Okay, so Jesus was a total one-off supposedly with the whole... That nails in the hands thing. Almost every time that they did it, they would just tie people up because it was way worse. Because they would suffocate because of their un. They would eventually no longer be able to hold themselves up under their weight, Ooh. and then then your arms are held up over your head under your whole weight, and you basically suffocate yourself. So awful. Yeah, I mean it was a horrible, awful way to go. And if you didn't die within a certain amount of time, or they didn't know if you were dead like Jesus Christ case, they uh, they they'd take a big spear and they'd stab you, lance you uh, under the rib cage up into the lungs and heart. And if you were alive, now you're really dead. And if you're not alive, now we know. But yeah. So I thought that had something to do with it. I don't know. It was fucking crazy, dude. That movie was wicked. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, when he started looking through the refrigerator at the one dude's house, that I just started laughing out loud. After murdering all this people. He murdered all of the, like, biker people, and then he just started going through their fridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the drug... The drug maker creator guy character was one of my favorite characters in the whole movie. Yeah. And I feel like that totally caught me off guard too. And I feel like that scene has more to it than I'm than I'm getting at the surface. Like that had some more reference to it. It had it had I'm we're gonna find out that this is like some allegory to some Shakespearean story. You know, like Yeah. We're gonna find out that it's actually like a like um did you ever well, what the fuck movie was that? Oh, did you ever hear that um No Country for Old Men? No, 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 no. Not Nolk. Uh, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou is an allegory for Odysseus and the Iliad and the Odyssey. What? Yeah, because, like, there's sirens in it and how the movie or how the story paces. And this guy just wants to get home to his wife. And there's people challenging his kingdom for oh. his wife. So it is actually a, a it's an allegory. It's a reference to in a different time, the Iliad and the Odyssey, even though all the characters are named differently. But like, okay, you remember in the Iliad and the Odyssey that he has to fight a one-eyed Cyclops? Well, John Goodman is a one-eyed guy. He's got an eye patch. <sighs> so, yeah, there's this ton of shit like that. And remember how like uh, in the Iliad and the Odyssey, they get turned into um, animals. His men get turned into animals by the women. And that yeah. one guy gets turned into a toad <laughs> oh. by the sirens, right? Crazy. So, yeah, when you actually watch that movie again, you're going to go, oh, fuck. That's crazy. Man, but, yeah, nice. so I, I have a feeling this movie is – I'm going to find out eventually that this movie just means way more than what we saw on the screen. And that's what I'm really pumped for because I love that about movies. Yeah, I want to like, go watch it again now. I know. My single favorite scene was the very end when he's just smiling at the camera and he's covered in blood. Yeah. And obviously he's looking at his wife, girlfriend, whatever she is. But but uh, just the way that the intensity of that look in that scene is fucking nuts. Yeah. Makes me happy. Yeah, I hope more movies come like that. I'm kind of getting sick of the old, you know, I, I get it, man. <laughs> superhero movies make a ton of money i get it dude but like yeah. it's just, i don't need to see another one and they're coming out so fast and it's just like oh god oh i haven't I like, even kept up with them like i, I feel like i've missed i kind of watch them randomly like sometimes when i'm like on a flight to china or like you know it's on it's now free on some service that i have maybe i'll watch one of them yeah uh, I did go out and see Black Panther when that came out because I definitely wanted to see that shit when it came out. I was like, fuck yeah. It's going to have a dope fucking track. It's going to have everybody awesome in it. That movie was shit. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. There was even on a design website that I was reading was this guy that he did like that he was contracted to make the aluminum chairs that sit in the sister's science lab. <laughs> Yeah, and he, like he had all these sketches and drawings and like CAD versions of 
and then like images of the prototypes and then him handing him off to the production company. But I just thought it was like, there was so much hype around that movie, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. For its face value, right? I mean, it's totally a superhero movie. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily inherently make it bad. It just makes it uh, what it is, I guess. Oh, is it still there? Hello? All by myself. (laughs) 